Well, hey, y'all. It's Friday, which means one thing, and one thing only. It means it's country. we're backstage. Two. Country. It is indeed, actually. But it also means we're backstage at the Bluebird, uh, which is at the O2 this week. We are at the um, O2 this week. We yeah. had to brick by brick move every single brick from Nashville to London. Thankfully, I, we thought it was going to be quite hard to get it back into the O2, but uh, there is a huge <laughs> hole in the wall they opened up just for us to move it in, so it didn't take too long. So, you know, thank you, Storm Euripides. <laughs> I am uh, I am Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, as you can hear, is Mr Andrew Jones. Yeah, I've got my London pride back in me. I have been stuck in Nashville for two and a half years now, and I'm finally backstage at the Bluebird in the O2, and I feel so much better to be on home ground, home turf, if you will. <laughs> None of your stupid country music stuff. This is where proper Kalkany movie music started. <laughs> this is knees up mother brown territory so if you if you'll forgive me i will be rolling out the barrels all episode <laughs> well uh since we're in a special place like the o2 we've got a special yeah. guest this week um which we'll get to but uh this week we are talking season three episode 18 nobody knows but me um which aired i can't i can't guess the air date nobody knows it except for you <laughs> <laughs> probably i will say uh april 12th 
cadence when I specifically said I didn't want that name. No, I, I wanted it to be, you know, after my favourite uh, singer about genies in bottles, but I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> well, I tell you what, though, Avery's good at, um, at quieting down cadence. Um, she's Changing trying... the cadence of the uh, yes, conversation, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, as soon as she's in Avery's hands, uh, arms, she quiets down. Um, to which Juliet says, thank you, Daddy, which is just weird. And then he says, now Daddy has to go to work, which is even weirder. Um, I don't know why you complain about it being weird. I call you Daddy all the time. And you kind of say, <laughs> yeah, keep doing that. Well, Juliet feels like the life force is being sucked out of her body. Uh, she's so damn tired. She um, is being taken over by some sort of alien vampires in London. Yeah. Which is where we are now. And Avery uh, has been with her non-stop for the last three weeks. Uh, and he doesn't want to move, lose weeks. the momentum from the tour. Yeah, it's been three weeks, just so you know. You just had a uh, time jump. I don't think they mentioned that again. So I just want to make sure you I feel like there was, there was a five, that, they mentioned about it being five weeks or three weeks, something like that. That's another point as well. No, I think that's the only time they said three sure. weeks. It feels yeah. like there was one later on. No, well. I don't think so. I'm pretty I, sure. It's I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm moving pretty on. sure. Uh, Raina is on the phone to Bucky. They're talking about uh, getting Layla launched, finally. I'm um, sorry, getting Layla launched? Yep, getting Layla launched. Um, who, is, it, who is Layla launched? And is Layla, really Layla Grant launched. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, she's Layla only launched been on an interesting you know, character title, so it would be good for the uh, record label. Yeah, well, she's only been on Get their... Get Layla launched would be a great, uh, you know, the promotional campaign as well. She's She's only been on their label for you know, a couple of months at this point, and now they're talking about... We've already had another month just disappeared between two episodes. Yeah, exactly. But we haven't um, seen Layla for a while. Well, Deacon turns up with some donuts, and Rainer talks about how he should just move in to the house. Um, okay, what kind of donuts, though? Uh, there's a chocolate glaze one just for Maddie. What do you mean, um, just for Maddie? Just for, with her name on it or something. They, they glazed it with Maddie on it? Yeah. Maddie Claiborne, maybe? Yeah. As yeah. the viral video suggested? Oh, yeah. Um, my my but, friend posted that viral video, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> my, my very good friend posted that well, video. Um, but, so, he, do you know how good a friend we are? Go on. I have actually seen him with my own human eyes. <laughs> and and I, I kid you not, at the breakfast table wearing, and you're not going to believe this, this is intimate, his baseball cap. <laughs> um. Well, Deacon uh, isn't sure how the girls are going to take him, the idea of him moving in. The girl um, with Daphne and... Um, Maddie and the other one, yeah. Um, Daphne, Maddie and the other one. Yeah. And... Uh, I do not think that we should call Rainy James the one they keep in the attic. Rainy James is um, in the attic. And because um, he mentions that it's, uh, you know, Maddie's not spoken to him at all really in the last three weeks. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, you were aware, but it's been three weeks since that we last saw them. No, no one's mentioned um, it. That's the confusing Yeah, thing. I don't think they mentioned it again. So I just okay. wanted to, to make that. Um, well, sure, it's not been like eight weeks. I feel like someone mentions at one point it's been eight weeks and seven turtle lives. <laughs> um, and Maddie won't even eat, eat his donuts. Which is, you know, well, no, a sign that something's going Maddie's on. Maddie's not going to eat his donuts. She's not also going to eat the donut that's got her name on it. That would be her donut. Yeah. But obviously you don't eat a Deacon donut. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Bucky is on. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. 
Wait a second. Bucky was on a phone call with Ray. No, no. Um, Glenn. Jeff. Sorry. Jeff, Jeff. is on to Layla. Jeff. Who's Jeff? Well, no, Bucky is, is getting on to Layla about signing, getting the manager signed. Getting Layla launched. Um, and she's... Uh, who's Jeff? His name is Jeff. Who's Jeff? Um, Jeff Fordham from Harvard. The Greek bean counter. Oh, um, he, used to bean, he used to count beans in Edgehill. Yeah. Yep. R.I.P. Um, Father, son, house of Gucci. <laughs> so Layla uh, is thinking she should open for Jade St. John, played by none other than... Jade St. John? Ex-Tina. Christina Aguilera herself. Oh, I'm um, sorry, the slut with mutant lungs? Yeah. Um, <laughs> to quote Burlesque. And we, we should be welcoming you to Burlesque, by the way. Well, Jeff... <laughs> Jeff knows. Uh, Jade I should Saint also John. stress you haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> Jeff knows Saint Jade St. John, so um, Layla's trying to get him to speak to her about getting Layla to open for her. Um, and he's saying to her, "Well, I don't think she's you. You two are really suited for each other." And Layla says, "Why not?" Oh, not nearly enough. How many times though? At least ten, I'd say. I saw it a few times in cinema. Do you like Cam Gigante? Gigante? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you like him in Burlesque? Yeah. Do you like Alan Cumming in Burlesque? Of course. He, he takes in that uh, banana at one point. Yeah. All the way in. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, the Tooch in Burlesque? I love everyone in Burlesque. Peter Gallagher? Oh, yeah. Of course. He was oh, in Peter that. Gallagher. Yeah. So adorable. Um... <laughs> But uh, Layla's talking about share. Layla reminds uh, Jeff that Casey Musgraves opened for Katy Perry, so it's not within, it's not outside the realms of possibility that a country star opens for a big pop star. Layla Grant was um, doing, you know, cover versions of Juliet Barnes, who is by exactly. its, uh, pop music star who happens to have country roots. Yeah, the Taylor um, Swift style. So but, technically, she is just a pop star. Trying to pretend to be a country. But Jeff says um, him and Jade aren't exactly friends. Why not? Dot, dot. dot. Well, we'll Why find not? out later. They... Wait, wait. Is this a uh, Toretto situation? Maybe. Oh, my God. Secret family. Um, Scarlett, meanwhile, is watching a video of her and Gunnar singer, singing. Oh, um, that's cute. From last week's episode. Um, so three weeks ago's episode. Yeah. Um, her boyfriend... Uh, says that they're really good together and she says we're, we're good at of singing. Of course Gunner was singing that. He's together. her boyfriend, right? <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. We all hold out hope. No, um, no, no. I wanted confirmation that would never happen again. Well, uh, that's Give me exactly confirmation what, that they will never get together again. That's exactly what Scarlett's boyfriend asks. Should he because, be worried? And, because uh, Scarlett, Scarlett should know better by now. Well, that Gunner is a pile of trash mad. Scarlett tells him not to worry because it's just music, she says. It is just music. Yep, and she is lying to herself. Um, she's not lying to herself. She's telling the truth to herself. She's just truth telling herself. Um, Gunnar, meanwhile, is reading comments on the video. Um, it's a comment saying that they're Nashville's next young Johnny and June. They've got real chemistry. And are they dating? Um, well, this is what they were saying after Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. At the Oscars. Um, and you know what? Those two didn't get together, did they? Not that we know of. No, Lady Gaga went and married Adam Driver and tried to kill his whole family. And Bradley Cooper went and tried to hook up with Barbara Streisand and tried to kill a bunch of teenagers driving a uh, truck backwards. 
down there, Hollywood Hills. <laughs> um, you know, well, that's nice um, rice pizza. Donna's hanging out with uh, Will Lexington without the hat. Um, so, not Will Lexington. <laughs> True. Let's be very clear. Um, Just some guy without a hat. He's telling Will that he's not heard from uh, Scarlett since coming off the road with her. I think um, it's very important that in these three weeks when he hasn't heard from Scarlett since they finished off the road and while he's sitting there at this sofa hanging out with Will Lexington with a hat, he is wearing a grey tank top. Yes. It is. Everything he wears is great, including hats. Not a good look. Um, but uh, they've got an interview with Pitchfork magazine, um, so there's no escaping him there. Um, Pitchfork magazine? Yeah. Didn't they uh, get, like, uh, Connor Perel's conquest, like, a negative probably. review? Maybe I think it maybe even gave it the shit emoji. Can't remember. <laughs> Will, meanwhile, good. Will's got his last day working with Kevin. Um, they've been at it for three weeks. I don't know if you're aware, but it's been three weeks. It's It's been three weeks since we last uh, called. Yeah, it's been yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, but Kevin, they've been going at it, Kevin and Will. Yeah. Songwriting and just songwriting, because yeah. they're two, you know, hot-blooded heterosexual men about town. Well, you think, yeah, but actually Will kind of likes Kevin and he he doesn't want to say goodbye to Kevin. So Gunner oh, yeah, says... Oh, yeah, because they're good friends and stuff. But Kevin wouldn't care about that anyway because he's a hot-blooded heterosexual male, right? Well, Gunner, Gunner says, why don't you just ask him He's that? out and proud as a heterosexual male. Right? Um, <laughs> Is Kevin, right? Famously straight. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the David Lynch um, from The Straight Story was about Kevin. <laughs> but, um... Gunnar says about how Scarlett has to spend uh, time with him, whether she likes it or not. So that's what he's got going on in his That's life. fun, isn't it? You yeah. know, Stockholm Syndrome. Raina, meanwhile, is dropping off the girls. This is school. why I'm a big, big friend of you now. <laughs> Same thing. Um, Raina's dropping off the girls at school. Um, but before letting Maddie get out of the car, because she's the favourite, she wants to spend more time with Maddie. Um, she didn't say anything to to the other one as the other one gets out of the car but for Maddie she offers to take her to see Jade St John um, at the Bridgestone Arena yeah the Bridgestone Arena but I don't understand why Daphne can't go what's up there well it's definitely not allowed because Maddie's been not reacting well to the news about Deacon and she's been quiet and Daphne doesn't even know the news about Deacon (laughs) No one's told her about anything. It's been three weeks. She's still thinking that, you know, Teddy's doing normal things at Blockbuster. <laughs> she has no clue. Um, she thinks Lamar's still alive. Oh, no one oh, talks to about anything. Um, she thinks Coleman is still mayor of Nashville. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Raina wants to take Maddie to see Jay St. John, but Maddie's got plans. What? Um, yeah, so Raina says, okay, well, you know, at some point um, over this weekend, I want to find time for just the two of us. Yeah, but when, um, when, when did, when's the show? Uh, over the weekend. Okay, and she's just got tickets now? Well, no, Raina's not got tickets, but she's Raina James. She can get tickets if she wants Okay, to. but she's just coming up with this plan now when obviously a show like this and a tour like this would have had to be uh, at least six months in advance planned for. Uh, probably, you know, public booking would have been open for three months in order to set out the Bridgestone Arena. So Again, you're talking about normal people. This is I'm talking about normal people, so she would have just had at least like a, well, probably, well, you know, how do you feel if we bother to do this? Just as a hang out, because obviously I know you like True St. John anyway. Hmm. Just, just, just why all of a sudden, like, come to be like, oh, yeah, we'll just go and see a 
this weekend like you don't have plans and i don't think you have a social life that is rude <laughs> that is rude i'm talking rude because i have respect for maddie i have to have respect for maddie I have to. Well, to be fair, Raina not, probably I'm not thought big, she might be on the I can't, I can't state how I feel about Maddie personally because I have to be nice about Maddie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Raina wants to have some catch-up time with Maddie. It's not exactly some sister mother catch-up daughter time. Catch-up time no. Mother-daughter yeah. catch-up time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know, right? Free tandy. Uh, Jeff, meanwhile, goes to see Jade practicing for I feel like, did we skip over something here? What did we skip over? Did we skip over any kind of revelation? Or are we not having that? It's a revelation later. No, no, no. Revelations later. Okay, I just want to work no, no, out I, when I can start yeah, talking I... about, <laughs> you know, Maddie correctly. Um, well, yeah, uh, now we have a quick scene of Jeff going to see Jade. Practicing. She's practicing for a gig and uh, he kind of bumps, he doesn't bump into her, but he. No, he he's walking off. down the way, counting yeah. as he goes. That's all we see of it, though. And then, and then it cuts to another scene because uh, now Glenn and Emily have turned up to help Juliet. Um, Juliet's talking about how she's been locked up in her house for about three weeks. I don't what? know if she knows but it's been three weeks. Um, and she says to Glenn, "What what's going on? What can I do? I need to do something. Um, I'm stuck with this baby. And Glenn says, well, you know, the producers of the movie did. Uh, well, she, Juliet says, did, have we heard anything about the movie? Yeah, how's it testing? And, you know, are they doing yeah. reshoots? Are we going to post convert it to 3D at this point? Uh, is it going to be an Oscar play or are we just going to release it whenever we're going to release it like they planned already? But Glenn says, we haven't heard anything uh, since um, they asked about her doing the end credits song. And she's like, what do you mean doing the end credits song? He's like, remember they asked while you were in the hospital and you said no because you wanted to spend more time with the baby. And she says, well, I've got time now. And I've got the perfect song, apparently. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff meanwhile. Is, Hold on a second. Uh, I think I know what the perfect song will be. Go on. These are the hands that built Patty Klein. <laughs> it's you too. Well, it's you too. Doing the yep. uh, hands that built Patty Klein. Um, Jeff is uh, still with um Jade. and he's Well, yeah, because they've only up. just bumped into each yeah. other. <laughs> he's not still. It happens to finally be there. He's talking up Layla Grant to her. He's selling her. Um, oh, she's uh, um, getting Layla launched, is he? Yeah. Uh, and Jay's asking it if uh, Layla is a friend, a protege, or something else. Um, what does that mean? Wow. Christina with the pink hair. Um, Jade says um, she'll meet up with Layla and, you know, maybe have her on the tour. But she wants to meet Luke Wheeler because she's a fan. She's been what? found for years. That's yep. just not. Um, that cannot be true. But uh, well, I've I've seen him go wheels up, and I'm not a fan. Uh, but then and I say this, up. I say it's all love with someone from the family. I think Luke is not. A, I think, think Luke is not a good father. I think Luke is not a good person. And I have, you know, I, I I've seen him at the breakfast table when he does not wear a baseball cap or tailor. Mm-hmm. Well, she mentions how she was uh, pushed away from country by her then boyfriend slash fiance. Oh, really? Jeff Rexer. Yeah. Who's that? Um, Jeff, it seems. Jeff and really? uh, Jeff and Jade. Sitting pushed tree. away from country music. Yep. Sounds like a good business deal. Country <laughs> to get you a little bit, but pop was going to get you all the way to the charts. Bucky, meanwhile, has look been at, getting. Look at Catherine Perry. 
Bucky, uh, meanwhile, was on the phone she to... Was, she, her song was in the interview. A film that almost <laughs> launched a world war and didn't. And then, you know, eight years later, another world war decided to start anyway. Yep. Um, Bucky, meanwhile, was on the phone to Raina as Raina is going back to school to drop off um, a bag for the other one because the other one forgot Daphne, her bag. Daphne forgets um, things because everyone forgets Daphne. Bucky um, has a huge getting, Bluetooth earpiece. Yep. He's been because he's a professional. Um he's been getting called for the girls to play more gigs oh, since yeah. the Opry. Um Wait, Daphne and who is gonna get more gigs? The other one. Yeah. Um uh, Maddie yeah, and the other one. Daphne and the other one. Maddie and the other one. Um Serena pulls up to the school and there she sees Maddie, her favourite daughter, um out, hanging outside the school with a boy. Yeah. Kissing a boy, making out with a boy. Interesting. And yeah. Hold up a second. Which, I, I, I've got a real question because if it's not the boy I'm thinking of, then I'm going to have to tell a friend of mine some real horrifying news right now. Well, he uh, the boy turns around and uh, Raina gets a good look at him, and it turns out it is Colton, Luke's son, Colton. Colton Wheeler. Yeah, Colton. Oh, thank God for that. I was going to. Oh man, you you scared me. I was like, oh no, if Colt's getting cheated on, <laughs> I don't I don't want to tell him he's been cuckolded. <laughs> See, Colt's a friend of mine. Oh, is he? We go back on a long time. I don't, yeah, Um, I'm kind of coy about things. I don't try and mention, you know, name dropping things, but yeah, no, we're good buddies. (laughs) He and we. Well, Teddy, meanwhile, is uh, making a speech for his eco friendly building work for the thing that he got $500,000 out of. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, that thing that he. he... Definitely thing that he's going to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 The Boris Bridge Garden thing. Yes, yeah. Um, that hasn't got anything to do with Russian oligarchs and getting into House of Lords. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, really. Well, Teddy's going to do that, is he? Jeff, meanwhile, turns up to see Will. Um, not Will. We're, do, we're uh, doing Luke. London-based jokes because we're in London this week. Um, Jeff Jeff comes to see, to see Luke and says, hey, you know how uh, you owe me one because you fired me? Hold um, on a second. Jeff knows about people owing him one. Yep. Yeah. So he's <laughs> counting it, is he? Yeah. Like yeah. beans. That's um, just so out of his... And he says, since you owe me one, uh, I want you to meet Jade St. John. Um, but um, Luke says Jade St. John isn't his kind of person. Like, it's. Do you know what he says? Do you know the actual words he says? It's not my kind of shot of whiskey. It's not his cup of whiskey. Cup of whiskey, sorry. Yep. Because it's um, not his Luke, cup of tea, but it's not his cup of whiskey. Luke's offered me cups of whiskey before, and I find it weird. <laughs> I find well, it weird. He warms it up. He puts milk in it and sugar in there. And I'm just like, dude, one, I'm hanging out with your teenage son. So you should probably be questioning that. And two, you know, whiskey. <laughs> no, it's bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon's your drink. Um, well, Rain has turned up now and she wants to talk to uh, to Luke for a second. I wonder why. I wonder what they've got in common that they could talk about. Oh, I know. Um, I know. Go on. They are country performers. Um, maybe that's it. Um, oh, I know. Will I know. I know. Gone. Uh, they are human beings. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Go Sometimes on. when they open their mouths, molecules around them start vibrating. <laughs> it is the passing of sound vibrating through molecules, through which is created in the atmosphere, and that's Will... a sound is existing inside of here, as opposed to in a vacuum where there was no ability for the. Uh, molecular shaking which would then enhance the uh, vibration of sound which is how we have sound passing from one place to another yeah um, do you know that yeah cool. uh, they've got a lot in common it seems um 
I'm, we'll just wondering. I'm, I'm giving you some science. Because, uh, you know, like... we're in the O2 and they used to have the bodyworks stuff here. This used to be like, kind of like an educational facility. So I'm going to give you some education. Will Lexington, meanwhile, is um, singing uh, a song called Spinning, Spinning Revolver. Oh, yes, yeah, um, Spinning Revolver involving a hat. No, no. So he's not really he's singing, is he? On, so. You can wear a hat over headphones. <laughs> I do it all the time. I have to put a beanie over my uh, headphones when I'm cold and it's cold outside. Um, that's because of the big hole in the EO2. It is. It is because of the big hole in the EO2. Yeah. And they um, also call me that now. If you check on Grindr, there's a big hole in the EO2. <laughs> Um, Here for a good time, not a long time. So he's in uh, he's in the studio with Kevin, and Kevin he says they save Kevin says they saved the best for last in terms of songs that they had to Kevin write. Kevin and Will go last. Um, and uh, but Will doesn't want to quit. He doesn't want to stop. And he says before we pack up, he literally up, looks at him and goes, "I wish I knew how to quit you." <laughs> he said before we pack up, I think we should take a couple of days and uh, maybe rewrite the song. Which offends Kevin because he's. Yeah, Kevin wrote saying, a song about gay cowboys. Uh, Will yeah. was out here saying well, there's no such thing as gay cowboys in the American mythology. It's me, Sam Elliott. Hi. But really, Will just wants to have some more time with Kevin. It's cute, but Kevin's taking it the wrong way. I, I think there's one way to take it, Johnny. Yeah. Do you want me to show you how to take it? <laughs> Not again. Or are you going to quiet my riot? <laughs> Rain I don't take it anymore. Raina, meanwhile, is talking to Luke about uh, Colt and Maddie and how, uh, just so you know, I saw your son and our daughter. Um, not our daughter. <laughs> wow. Hold up a second. Let's go back on that, because that seems... <laughs> no. You're, 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 now back, you're now back in the mindset that they should have got married, I'm guessing, when you feel like, naturally, at this point, they were meant to be married. The universe was meant to have had a I'm team Lena. You are team Lena. And um, so I'm, I'm, I'm Tim Rook. All right. Um, well, she's talking about uh, how Luke's son and her daughter um, yeah. are hooking up. And uh, Luke says, well, yeah, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, hooking up is such an... Can I just... I'll be honest here. Yeah. My friend Colt. Yeah. He's never once come to me afterwards and said, he's found my finger. So <laughs> well. when I say hooking up, it's not, it's not gone that far yet. Okay. Just to um, keep that in mind. Fingers, um, fingers have not smelt it, dealt it. But yeah, this is a shock to Raina. Raina didn't know that they were going out. Oh, yeah, and he's never done the shock. He, he told me that. Um, and uh, she says, well, do they have plans on Saturday? Yes, uh, they do. I'll continue the plans says, they had on Saturday. Well, Luke says, yes, they do. Yeah. What are the plans? Okay, so this is 2015, right? Yeah. This was April 2015. And Jade said John's in town. Yeah, that's not important. We were going to, uh, th- the three of us, I had ragged us uh, tickets to an early screening of Age of Ultron. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a special kind of event. Well, I think they were going to ditch you because they were planning to go see uh, Jade St. John. In no, they, that's that's what they were saying to all the everyone uh, else because Marvel were like, look, you can't tell people you're going to see this early. This is a super duper secret exclusive screening. It's for fans and nerds only. And Chris Evans is going to be there. That's the only thing. They didn't have many people, but Chris Evans was going to be there. We were all excited. Well, well apparently they were going to see a Jade St. John concert. Can I tell you what happened in the end? It's exactly what Reno was can I, can I tell you? Take... Can I tell you when I eventually did see Age of Ultron was like a month later on my own. In cinema. Oh. So that's what happened. There was no one around me because the, they had gone out and seen opening night themselves and called it a date night. And then they 
you know, to be fair, Colt did text me and apologise that he ditched him, that he ditched me. But he was like, yeah. look, it was like a last minute thing. We just decided we'd do it. And we saw him. We didn't go the last time either. And I hope you enjoyed the thing. But I didn't go because, you know, Colt was my ride. Seems like uh, you and Colton are having a little rift in your friendship there. It's not a rift in the friendship or anything. It's just that I, I I kind of lean on a teenage boy for all of my getting around natural d- needs. <laughs> I was um, to Uber and I definitely don't lift. Well, it's time for the X's interview now with Pitchfork. How many X's? Uh, all three of them. Um, Avery, Scarlet and Gunner. Santa Cage. Um, <laughs> um, Pitchfork's talking about the viral video that's been going around with um, This is a reporter, uh, not the actual uh, magazine Pitchfork has not yeah, been sentient It's the reporter, it's the interview It is um, me, Pitchfork magazine, I am here to interview you And every word you say immediately is printed onto me And they're talking about the, the viral video that Scarlet and Gunnar were in uh, when Avery went oh, is this the viral video, like a night and days viral video, in which yeah. Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz are just kicking out CGI football together? <laughs> um, uh, well, Scarlett quickly turns the uh, chat around to a- Avery. Like, yeah. you know, obviously Avery wasn't there that night because no. he was having a baby and we were, we were happy to, to improvise that one time. Um, but not again. And... Uh, you know, it's always, I find it better if, when Avery's anchoring us. Yeah, I think, Gunner, I think, it, I think uh, triples is best. Yeah, and Gunnar says, yeah, yeah, it's great when Avery's, you know, rounding us out, and Avery's like, excuse me, rounding you out, how dare you? Um, but yeah, Scarlett reiterates that she was happy to improvise for that one show, just yeah. one show. She doesn't want us to be just her and Gunnar. She prefers it when there's three of them. Yeah, I prefer it when there's three. Because she's avoiding the reality, which is that her and Gunnar belong together. No, she's uh, understanding the reality that sometimes... Yeah, this generation is Johnny and June. Um, you know, sometimes you want to feel like you're, you've got the, 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 the DP in your TP, you know? Well... Two, two boys, one cop. Juliet's just texted uh, Avery about an emergency... She needs to talk to him now. So Avery um, excuses quits himself. Quits the interview. Um, doesn't quit the interview. He just ducks out for a minute to, to deal with his his wife and their new baby. The, uh, um, sorry, uh, can, we, can we give some credence to Gunner here and call her what she is? Go on. His ball and chain. <laughs> Too shame. Um, so with Avery gone, um, the interview goes back to let's talk about how Scarlet just suddenly start making out in front of the picture <laughs> magazine. Uh, so Avery gives Juliet a call, um, and the emergency is that Juliet needs to write a new song for the film. Yeah, and he says no, nope, can't do that because I'm busy. Goodbye, and hangs up on her. Um, True that. But the interview's finished now, and oh. Avery may as well have been invisible. So they come up with an idea to maybe invite the interviewer to see them perform live because the interviewer hasn't had the chance to see them perform live. Just all do an interview based on a video clip. All he's, yeah, all he's seen is the, um, the viral video of two of them. It's like doing clips. a junket after having seen a trailer. Exactly. Um, Raina, meanwhile, comes to see Maddie and she's saying, oh, you know, it's a shame about that, Jay. Comes to see Maddie? Yeah. Well, where are they? They're at home, but she comes into Maddie's room. With a donut? Says, Does she have one of the donuts? I don't think so. 
the donuts all gone? But she just says, uh, wait, wait a second, are the donuts gone? Probably. I, can't, I never get the donuts. Deacon always brings the donuts <laughs> in the morning, and I don't get there until like seven o'clock. <laughs> Marina oh. says uh, to Maddie, you know, it's a, it's a shame about not being able to go to the Jade St. John concert. That would have been really good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Maddie says, well, I already told you I've got plans with other friends. Um, other Raina friends? Says, does she yeah. consider Raina a friend, though? And Raina says, uh, well, it's uh, funny you say that because you failed to mention that plans were with Colton. Why would you lie to me? And uh, Raina, uh, Maddie, Maddie says, uh, because you hate Colton. Um, what? Yeah, that's what Raina says. What? What? And... Uh, Matt, Matt has never mentioned Colt, certainly never told me this. Well, Raina says, well, Colton did put your uh, your Maddie Claiborne video up on the internet. And he, he didn't, it wasn't just him, I kind of egged him on that one, I thought it was kind of funny. And he did organise that party. Uh, it was a good party. It was a um, real good party. And uh, uh, Can I also get, can I, I kind of co-organised it, I feel like I'm not getting the uh, respect. I was the one who bought the alcohol, because I'm older. <laughs> Well, um, Maddie basically tells Raina that she doesn't respect Raina, uh, to which Raina reacts by saying, well, that concert is off the table now. No more concert. Okay. All grounded. Um, now, Colton Lake. Are... So, 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 basic... so she was grounded, so there was no way she would be able to go to the screening anyway. Yeah. But that meant that Colton could have said, came, came Colt, my friend Colt, could have come up to me and said, hey, look, you know, that spare ticket. It's three of us, but now there's only two of us. We can do a brace before hose, and then you know, I wouldn't mind Luke coming with us. I think that would have given us some credence. Well, speaking of Luke, uh, Colton and Luke are hanging out, and they're talking about um, Maddie not going to the Jade concert. And I told, Luke I told offers, him to go and talk to his daddy. Luke offers to go with him instead, and says, "I'll go to the Jade St John concert. Um, oh, I just need to get sake. my glittery outfit ready." So um, hold up. Colt could have then decided to say, hey, do you want to come along with me? We could have hung out and watched this this lovely lady trance about on stage. But he went straight to Dad. Yep. But he hid that from me. Yep. He's been high... Testing my okay. patience, Colt. Oh, <laughs> not okay. He hid the concert entirely from me. He lied about the fact that, you know, Maddie was grounded for a different reason. And that she wouldn't be able to come to the thing, but he's still insisting that there's a possibility that he would be going to the screening. We're going to see Chris Evans. <laughs> well, Deacon's gone so to see Deacon's gone to see uh, Juliet now, because uh, Juliet uh, still needs help with the song. Um, and he cues over Cadence a little bit because who wouldn't? That adorable little girl. Um, Uncle Deacon. And uh, Cadence now needs a diaper change. And so she, Juliet. She, she, she calls she, Juliet calls Deacon Uncle Deacon for Cadence. Yes. Deacon's Uncle Deacon for every child in that city. Um, Except for, you know, Mrs. Wheeler, the future yeah. Mrs. Wheeler. <laughs> Let's spoil it now. <laughs> Ma- Daddy um, is not Uncle Deacon in that situation. Well, that's, that's Daddy Deacon. Uh, Juliet tries to call out for Emily to change cadence but uh deacon's like oh no emily left as she as i was coming in emily was leaving oh concord sprinting straight straight to paris yeah she Um, had a beret on so now juliet has to deal with her own daughter god forbid natasha um is talking to teddy and she says that she needs the money in cash because teddy's trying to transfer it to her 
Um, yeah, so he's trying to use Venmo. Yeah. He's going to use but, uh, um, coffee. But Teddy, um, she needs the money in cash from Teddy, not as a transfer. Uh, she doesn't want it traced. And she says, if you want me to disappear, you need to bring me the cash. Non-consecutive um, bills. The, the triple X's, meanwhile, are uh, playing for the reporter tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and, well, Will yeah. and... Will and Gunner are catching up, and Gunner is telling him how the Triple X's are playing for the reporter tomorrow. And Will's telling Gunner about how he went with insulting Kevin's songwriting. Uh-huh. So that went well. Um, so Gunner chucks him a bottle of whiskey and says, Offer that to Kevin and apologise about being a jackass and then invite him to the show. Boom. Uh, you're welcome. Chucks, chucks a bottle of whiskey or just yep. slides well, it? Slides, down. slides it. Yeah, I believe it's his glass bottle sliding in the subtitles. Yep. How does it? Yeah. Does it actually say that in subtitles? Yeah. Um, you didn't watch Juliet... the subs. <laughs> no. Yeah, Juliet and Deacon are still trying to write a song, but uh, Juliet thinks Deacon's not trying. Um, well, Deacon says, well, it's okay. We're both a little bit rusty. To which Juliet says, I, I oh, get Logan, she's, she's She's just had a baby. She's a little bit yeah. rusty. Yeah, she says, she's I a little bit rock and rusty. roll. But why would you be rusty? I mean, what have you been busy with well and he Deacon goes hi been... Juliet I'm rusty <laughs> Deacon just says I've been busy with you know other, other things like cancer what nothing um yeah have you seen my uh my my, my, my niece's new boyfriend who happens to be in the medical profession <laughs> you wonder how they met <laughs> it wasn't tender um well Deacon uh ends up packing his guitar up and says look I'm not in the right headspace for this and I'm not who needs to help right clearly this isn't working right now um and he just ditches her leaves her leaves uh juliet alone at home with her crying daughter jeff meanwhile country music the country song this was a film about the country all along there you go there you go right start it off credits here goodbye you tough jeff Done. meanwhile right 24 hours who needs it i've written the song jeff comes to see jade again and he says, uh, yeah, so Luke doesn't want to meet you. Um, but Layla should still open for you. Um, and Jay says, OK, well, have her here for sound check tomorrow. And she better be good. Sound um, check? Yep. Uh, Deacon comes home to Raina. Okay. And she tells him about uh, Maddie and Colt. And um, Deacon tells her about not being able to write a sad song for Juliet because a it's all the same. Yeah, or it's got to be a sad song because it's well, it a sad song. country singer. Yeah, um, fun song about a dead country singer. But um, oh, what a life! She says, uh, sad a whole a country music thing made everything kind of go away. That's the film. Oh, what a life! Done. Well, um, Deacon. Juliet, says, call me. Deacon says that sad is all that's playing in his head every day. And he can't do this 24-7 and he walks out. He, he, he can't be dealing with people 24-7 about the cancer thing. And, and he whistles, I'm blue, da-da-dee, as he walks out. Because he is. Yeah. He is blue. He is. Um, Will, meanwhile, comes to see Kevin with the bottle of whiskey and apologises yes, to him for being a jackass. And um, he says, oh, you know, I've got um, a roommate who I live with. Well, not like that, like a guy, a man. Yeah. But I, I just, we're, we're, we're platonic because I'm straight. <clears throat> um, platonic, he made it very clear after I put my tongue down his throat. 
and he, he says, uh, I've got, um, well, he's doing a, a gig tomorrow night and um, maybe you could you could come and see the gig if you if you want and he, he just is all awkward and shy and it's adorable and he imagine goes, if you wore a cowboy hat how strong and confident he would be yeah and he says oh, i'll see you I mean, maybe you don't have to like you know don't 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 worry if you don't come but maybe maybe i'll see you maybe, maybe not bye um relax <laughs> avery Everybody meanwhile apologize to you apologizes to juliet about oh he's awkward he's got he's he's flippity dibbledy he's you grabbed <laughs> Um, Avery apologises to Juliet about being short with her earlier on the phone, but you know he's trying to gain momentum from this for this uh, band, and it's hard at the moment. And uh, he says we've got a party for the band tomorrow night um, to uh, show this interviewer how we how our music is. Yeah. And Juliet says, "Great, what time is it?" And Avery's like, "Well, it's it's at seven, but I kind of don't want you." be there because you've got to look after a baby for one thing true but also if she comes then you know the whole thing is that the interviewer is just focused on the fact that avery is married to juliet so if she turns up he's going to be mr juliet barnes still uh, and he wants to be his, his own person so she said fine go to your stupid party and i'll just sit here like a blob and be an unemployed milking machine that sounds good what she is now. yeah can, Rain, I, can, I, can I be that as well? <laughs> I have nipples, Johnny. Can you milk me? <laughs> well, not for lack of trying. Um, not for lactate of trying. <laughs> too shame. Raina, meanwhile, comes to see Layla, who's getting uh, ready for her Jade gig. Um, and Layla breaks the news to Raina that Jeff is acting as her manager at the moment, which Raina's not very happy about. But acting or actually being? Well, he basically is, but, you know, not not an official capacity yet. So very um, informative. Yeah. Uh, but Raina says, you know... Would you, would you call need... Jeff Fordham like a thespian? In Maybe. Any case? Sometimes. Uh, a yeah. bean counter is what I'd call him more. Well, obviously he's um, a bean counter, but, like, when he takes time off from bean counting, if he's acting as a manager, would he ever... Uh, would he ever tread the boards, perhaps? Recite the bard! <laughs> On his off days. Um, but Raina says, this you know, we, we need to have more. Before me. Raina says we need to have more open communication. Um, and that basically uh, tells all Layla that she's not, she's, not, she's not happy with the idea of Jeff being her manager. But if that's what she wants, then fine, I guess. Um, I'll ask Plofordham. I knew him not. It's time for... He was a bean. I could not count. It's time for a triple X's party now, um, and we see the most important member of the of the band first wearing the most important cool hat at the party. Um, I think Scarlet wearing a hat is really cool. No, You're no, right. Gunner, Gunner's wearing his cool hat, and it looks now so you say cool. it's a cool hat. It's a it's a thick brim. <laughs> it's a it's a real you know forties gangster. Oh yeah, and it's at an angle, so it's like it's, you, know, you don't know if it's, it's going to fall off. It's angled in a way. It's got a. It's not quite uh, 180 degrees. It's probably like 130 degrees. It's angled in an awkwardness, yeah. and I'm not happy with it. It <laughs> um, is in every way wrong, and the fact that he's so tall as well makes it awkward because it's just. It's not quite a top hat. If it was a top hat, it'd be kind of fun, and artsy. But instead, it just makes him look like a pillock. Yeah. 
Well, he's talking you to... You can understand uh, why Scarlet would make him one of the exes. He's talking to Scarlet's boyfriend um, and trying to sort of give him the Doctor, third degree. Uh, I can't remember his name. Scarlet's Cancer O'Reilly? <laughs> yes, Dr. Cancer O'Reilly. Yeah, because he deals um, with oral cancer. And um, Scarlet kind of uh, steals him away before he gets a chance to really dig deep. But, but Donna did, does try asking how they met. Um, and just before the doctor walks away, he says, oh, we met through a mutual friend, dot, dot, dot. A mutual friend? Mm. A banker. Um, Deacon, meanwhile, comes to see Maddie, um, because Raina texts him, um, because she thinks that Maddie's going to... Urgent! You need to (laughs) go and see your daughter! Raina thinks Maddie's going to run away. Not run away, but like, you know... um, Run to the arms of my friend Colt. Yes, exactly. I tell you what, I've um, seen those arms. They're very, they're very nice arms. They're very pleasant arms. They're good for high fiving and good for handshaking. She thinks uh, Maddie's going to sneak out. Um, oh. But um, Maddie tells Deacon how it's easier for her being at Luke's um, because <laughs> being around Deacon. Because there's many bedrooms. It's not really sneaking out at that point. It's just walking out. Um, but she says being around Deacon makes her sad. And uh, turns out Luke does know about Deacon, but he what? promised not to. Yeah, he promised not to tell anyone. Um, oh no, no, sorry, not not Luke. Um, uh, Colton knows about Deacon. Oh yeah, Colt, Colt's known about Deacon for a while. Colton told he, me. Yeah, but but he promised not to tell anyone because Deacon. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not. An, I'm not just anyone. Fair I, enough. I'm such a close friend of Colt. Do you know how close a friend of Colt I am? Go on. Me, Colt, baseball cap, breakfast table. <laughs> um. But uh, she says, I, you know, he's promised not to tell anyone uh, because we know that you're embarrassed by having cancer, Deacon. It is, it and is Deacon says, um, I'm not embarrassed. He's, I keep it a secret because I don't want people feeling sorry for me or not making direct eye contact, which is what you're doing right now. Um, I don't make direct eye contact. But Maddie... I can't make direct eye contact. It freaks me the hell out to even start doing that. But Maddie apologises for sneaking around and lying. So, you know, they're, make, they're making progress. Layla, meanwhile, is on the stage singing My Heart Don't Know When to Stop. Um, Jeff and Raina are watching from a distance. And uh, Jeff yeah. says, Jeff tells Raina that he's good for Layla because he suggested that she signs for Highway 65. He released her song on iTunes and he is the one getting her to open for Jade St. John. Um, Should be the uh, record label getting in doing this stuff, not the manager. Yeah, exactly. But Raina says she can't wait for Layla to find out what a washed-up bottom feeder he is and uh, remind him that managers get fired every day. Can I just say that washed-up bottom feeder is what I've uh, put down on my Tinder profile at the moment. <laughs> if you click your fingers once a day, that means the manager gets fired. That's why I always make sure make sure I click my fingers at least once a day. Yeah, that felt good. I just, I, just, I just destroyed the career of ten people. <laughs> Cadence, um, sorry, not Cadence, uh, Maddie, we're on to Maddie again. Oh, sorry, Cadence doesn't have a storyline this week. She does, um, but Maddie's on the phone to Raina right now, apologising to her um, for sneaking out and lying. Um, (laughs) Raina uh, talks to Deacon then, and she says thanks for talking to Maddie, and and Deacon says, I'm sorry to you for running out earlier when I said I didn't want to do this 24-7. Um, he says, I don't want 
he says, I don't want to run from this or for uh, or from Rainer or from anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which Rainer says that this illness is, is his truth. Uh, so that's going on over there. Do we cut yeah. back to me at this point? Well, Deacon just says he's sick of being sick. Yeah, um, that's fair. And Maddie suggests, uh, Rainer suggests uh, Deacon brings Maddie to the gig, please. Cadence, meanwhile. Do you, do you, do you know what I'm doing at this point? Gone. Sitting in my flat, staring at the phone. I put a shirt on. Do you know what the shirt says? J. St. John. Oh. What does it say? It says, I hammer what I hammer. And it's a picture <laughs> of Thor's hammer. I'm really excited and I'm just waiting by my phone for my friends because we're going to drive up together and go see this film. It's going to be fun. I'm just waiting. I've got the light off because I just want to make sure I'm saving electricity. So I'm just sitting in the dark looking at my phone waiting for my friend to call to tell me whenever he's outside. So we're going to drive and go watch this film together. Uh, That's what I'm doing at this particular point in this story. Just so you know. Um, Well, Cadence is doing what you're going to be doing in a bit, uh, which is crying, uh, constantly crying. Uh, but you, you overestimate my ability to have any kind of emotional connection with anything. I'm Juliet's, Juliet's ignoring it for a while. I am what I am. Finally goes in and just sort of watches her cry, doesn't console her or anything, just sort of stares at the crib. Um, the Triple X is on stage now, they're singing uh, on a rail. Um, Kevin turns up to the gig and Will sees him from distance. Yeah, and he starts moving towards him, but then yeah. uh, Kevin starts talking to someone else. Uh, and uh, Will some uh, sort of gets cute girl, cute guy, and Will gets a little awkward. Hold on a second. What do you mean? Yeah, what, he's what a good, 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 good gay. He's a uh, homosexual. Indeed, he is. Um, so Will it's gets a little awkward and walks in the opposite direction and walk out of the gig because he thought he was straight and they were going to be two straight friends together. Yeah, um, well, that's okay. two straight friends who taste straight together. Um, Teddy, meanwhile, brings Natasha the cash money that she wanted cash uh, to her motel, and uh, she calls Wait, him to her man. motel or to the motel room. To the motel, her motel room. She doesn't own the whole motel yet. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Now she's got the money though. Now she's got the money. She's going to go straight up to the manager and be like, "It's mine, baby." But she calls her. She says that Teddy's a good man, and he says, "Well, hopefully, I am now." And he walks away. Um, he's done his bit. He's given her cash money. And now um, he's got to go drop some stuff off for the late fees coming. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's blockbuster late fees. Don't put it in the uh, overnight the hanger thing because they will then make you charge it for the day afterwards as well. Even though you put it on the right time just because they closed 10 minutes early because the uh, employee there decides, actually, I kind of want to go to bed early. I want to go and do something else at uh, 10.30. So I need to close up at 9.50. And you get there at 9.53. And I think, well, I've still got time to put this in before the late fees come in. They still don't. So you have to put it through that little box in the end and they charge you for it. And you have to go and talk to them afterwards. So, no, I put it at the right time. It's you <laughs> who was wrong. Um, that's why Blockbuster's closed. Post, uh, post Triple X's gig, um, Avery has got to leave early to help Juliet with the baby, uh, leaving Scarlet and Gunner awkwardly alone together before her boyfriend, uh, Cockblock's Gunner. Dr. Cockblock. Dr. Cockblock. Um, Colton, meanwhile, is uh, at the Jade St. John uh, backstage. I am wildly aware of where he is. <laughs> you don't need to rub it in. And he's trying to steal some Jade cookies for Maddie, because Maddie's not there. But she is there. She's just turned up. Oh. Yeah, so maybe he should steal some from me, because I was peckish at this point. I couldn't even go out and get some food, because I was waiting by the phone. <laughs> um, 
Luke gives uh, Maddie and uh, Colton his tickets and says, you guys have fun, front row, centre. Um, why couldn't Luke... Have, I would have gone to see the Avengers with Luke. Um, and uh, Luke's just going to hang out backstage. Um, <laughs> and Deacon turns up looking for Raina. Um, Avery, could meanwhile... Have come as well. I would have taken him to go see Avengers. Avery, meanwhile, He's comes home... car. Avery comes home to a new nanny. There's a new nanny in the house uh, called Perla. Oh, so um, that, uh, that means that Avery and um, Julia could, I don't know, go out on an evening maybe yeah. with someone who's got for two, three tickets to spare to go and see the Avengers and see Chris Evans. Maybe. Know. But uh, Avery's not happy with Julia because she just sort of got herself hooked up with a nanny in, in two seconds um, and didn't talk it through with Avery at all. The man who's never there. And she's... Uh, She's going to be a living nan, a living nanny as well. Yeah. Um, and Juliet doesn't have time for Avery's anger right now because she's no. got a song to go finish. So she's, she's got a career. She's a career woman. Exactly. Deacon meanwhile is feeling tired. He just wants to head home. Uh, but first sake. he talks. Why is he going two and a half hours then? Oh, <laughs> first, he, um, he first he goes to see uh, Luke, um, yeah. and he says, "Listen." I'm just tired, you're tired, we're both going to be going home, don't get, if Andrew picks up the phone and calls you, don't don't pick up, is that what he says, is that what um, he said is that what he said? No, he says uh, just so you know, uh, I've got cancer um, and it means a lot that Maddie's had somewhere to go to um, and uh, Luke says to him, you beat this thing brother, because you've got a lot to live for and I was tearing up watching this scene because it's adorable because they're like enemies, but they're also not. Because yeah, once, you... once Luke finds out that Deacon's dying, he's, he's actually genuinely sorry to hear that. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to tell tales out of school, but, you know, obviously, Colt and I go Deacon way back. It's not that. Oh. It's like a couple of days later, I popped over for breakfast and Luke was like, hey, did you hear, by the way? That silly deacon, he got himself that cancer. I told you the drinker was going to get him. And he, <laughs> he forced me to... I, I, I feel bad still, it's been years. But he put his hand up and said, high five. High five or no wow. breakfast. And I wow. was really hungry because I've been two days waiting by the phone. <laughs> so, and that's understandable, but still, I had to high five for that. Yeah, so don't don't get all like emotional about Wheeler. Mm. That guy, he's, he's, he's got more than two faces. Um, Jay St. John, meanwhile, is up on stage. She's singing the real thing, um, yeah. which just makes me want to rewatch Burlesque now with yeah, that voice. It's as soon as you hear the voice. Like you were saying during the episode, you said that it didn't look like uh, ex Tina, Christina Aguilera. No, but, but then once you hear her voice, you're like, oh, is, yeah. Oh, yeah, she is, as I quote from Burlesque and Kristen Bell from Burlesque, she is a slut with mutant lungs. Yeah. She um, has mutant lungs. It is wild. Well, uh, Luke's watching um, off stage, and now he wants an introduction with uh, with Jason and John because <sighs> now he likes what he sees. Oh, yeah. Kevin, meanwhile, comes to see Will because uh, Will's gone home, um, and Will told tend, tells him that he didn't want their time together to come to an end, and he says, "I came over earlier to ask you out," um, and he says, "I don't know if you knew that I was that way inclined." And Kevin says, I knew, but I didn't know you were... That way, Patsy Clyde. Yeah. And he says, but I didn't know I, you were interested in me. Um, and then they have a little old kiss. Oh, 
Cute. Like you and me. <laughs> um, Luke, Luke meets Jade, um, yeah. and they're instantly flirting. Um, Jade, Jade says that she's been a fan of his for ages, and he yes, says, since oh. I was a child, she says, because he's and way he, older. He says, well, I've only known you for a couple of hours, but uh, I'm slowly, I don't think I'm going to stop being a fan now. Um, and Layla and Jeff are watching uh, off to the side, and Jeff has got a face on him, which makes real, Layla realise that at some point in their life, um, Jade hurt Jeff. And she says, this couldn't have been easy. And she thanks him. Oh, oh. Jade can't hurt Jeff. Natasha, meanwhile, is in her motel room with a lot more people hanging around. Um, oh, come on, don't be that got, person. Look, a sometimes of got you've got to make a bit of money. Sometimes, yeah, well, look. <laughs> well, she's we're made all, money. We're all human. She's made a bit of money um, from... Yeah, but, you know, you've got to then pay a little bit for the taxes. So you've got to, and, uh, you've got to have a group yeah. show sometimes. Just, just come on over, take as many as you can. I don't think that's 50, what they're 50 doing. per person. What they're actually I'll just, doing. I'll just, I'll just put the performance real quick. They're actually um, taking the, uh, the the microphone she that she had wired on her. Oh, for good. Is oh. everyone a singer in this show? Turns out, no, no, she's not a singer at all. She turns out she was wearing a wire for the uh, for a money transfer with Teddy so that she can get immunity. Oh, I see. She walked through the garden, but she had to watch her back. Yep. Um, Avery, meanwhile, comes yeah, to see... If you walk with Jesus, he'll save your soul. <laughs> Gotta keep the Avery... way down the hole. Avery sees um, the uh, nanny with, uh, but Juliet's just. Can we give her a proper name, please? Um, yeah, she does have a name. Hold on. In my Fanny notes. the nanny. Not Fanny. <laughs> it's not Fanny the nanny. Um, Aunt Cranny the nanny. <laughs> Danny the nanny. Um, where is? Uh, Avery comes in. Ah, uh, Perla. Um, Perla's sees... a nana. Um, but uh, Juliet just left apparently we don't know where bye um, I know where she didn't leave to go on didn't cinema. leave to go to the Nashville cinema to go yep. and see Chris Evans introduce and then do a cure and afterwards of the Avengers the Age of Ultron movie um, Deacon and Raina are having breakfast with the girls um, and the girls say to Deacon you know this is your like 10th day in a row having breakfast but, with do they both say this at the same well, time Maddie said Maddie just says definitely not get to say anything, but she's just too busy eating. Um, well, Maddie, first off, Maddie says you've been here like ten days in a row now with for breakfast. Why don't you just move in? How does Maddie and know this? Maddie knows this. Maddie doesn't know how, what, how long finished he's here for breakfast because I can tell you so much. She's been at breakfast a bunch of times with Colt and I. Um, she has seen Colt but, wearing a baseball, a leather baseball cap for breakfast. That's true. <laughs> But she says, she says to Deacon, why don't you just move in? And Deacon's like, you'd be okay with it? And then the other one says, well, yeah, you're practically here all the time anyway. Definitely, it makes no so. difference. Um, so they say, well, there's no idea. Dot, dot, dot. Um, Avery, meanwhile, has called a meeting with the Triple X's. Oh, yeah. Because he has to quit the band for the baby's what? sake. No. Um, it's better if he's close to home. Because I tell you who's not close to home, Juliet. Because she is currently on a plane with Glenn and Emily to go see the producers. She said she, she'd Clearly. be there by the end of... Clem, Glenn, and, Glenn and Emily. Emily? Yeah. 
Um, They're going to get together. And yeah. Emily says, is Avery okay with the baby on his own? And Juliet says, of course he's okay with the baby. I definitely told him. It's fine. And away they go. Uh, and that is the end. Okay, but what's three. the song like? Well, the song is amazing. Cause it's yeah? By Juliet Barnes. Obviously. And? And Julia Barnes. She never gave me the call. Huh? I've been sitting right here for ages, oh, Julia. Yeah. I was waiting by the phone. You could have got... I, yeah, I would have missed out on Avengers. I missed out on Avengers anyway. I could have done... I could have helped you make a song up. Well, that Where is were... season three, episode 18. Nobody knows but me. Nobody knows about Avengers Age of Ultron but you, apparently. No, I don't know about Avengers Age of Ultron. I didn't go to the screening. Yeah. Didn't go to the screening. Well, where can we find you to uh, to invite you to more screenings and not go with you? Don't do that. Don't do, do you know how traumatic that is? Don't bring that up like that's just kind of chill and fun. That was... This is a tough... Uh, to go over this... Where can we find you again. to invite you to gigs and uh, concerts? And, Don't invite me to gigs uh, and concerts because you're only going to go with someone else and then say, hey, well, sorry, we forgot to invite you as well. Actually, what we did is we went and we showed everyone else that we were visiting a couple or that I've got cancer and stuff like that. It happens every fucking time. <laughs> or in one case, it's like, hey, actually, I almost got crushed by, you know, a shelving unit. Well, that's a legitimate excuse. That's not a legitimate excuse. That sounds completely made up. I don't know anyone who would make that up except for that stupid lady Maddie. Well, hold out hope and tell people where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Run, where you can send me nice messages of positivity about finding good people to hang out with. Some people can't. Come to the O2. Come to the O2 this weekend to see me. I'm definitely going to be there. You can find me at uh, movie underscore Matt to invite me uh, out to things at the exact same time that you didn't invite to Andrew. Don't do that. <laughs> Dude, that's like, there's nothing meaner than that. That's just awful. All right, how about they find us both together? Okay. Bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. That's Bluebird pod healthy. on Instagram. Yeah. Bluebird pod uh, at, on Facebook and yeah. bluebird pod at hotmail.com. See, these so, are very okay. healthy places. Best they, of both you know, obviously, listen to our uh, weekly movie show, Are You Movie Mad? Wednesday, yep. where we're watching movies. It's, it's Cage March. Yep. Uh, like and uh, follow and rate and review us as well, so that it gets the word out there for people. Yeah. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Mostly tell your enemies. I think they'll get along with this show more than their friends. <laughs> I think it, I think it's a fun trick to play on your enemies. <laughs> it's hey, there's a good podcast. But like, actually, it was a good podcast. I enjoyed it. Thank you for telling me. And suddenly, you're not friend. You're not enemies anymore. You're frenemies, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is how. We, you know relationships thrive is connection and love and kindness and you know stockholm syndrome johnny well until then uh we'll see you next week because i've got a dash because uh i got a random text off colton i think he must have got the number from you or something Fuck he was inviting me to a screening of Fuck. age of ultron like a repertory screening because he said he never called it no one no, ever invited him out to see it no one that he remembers anyway um jesus christ so... I've, just, look, I've just i've just seen who's going to be in town for that as well because there's a bunch of them filming, so you're going to get to hang out with Skarsgård and Hemsworth and Hiddleston. It's going to pop up. And James Spader, he's uh, finished shooting the Blacklist for the year, so he's going to pop up and dance around for you. Are there going to be strings on it? No. He's going to bust his strings on you. Oh, I was hoping there are no strings on him. No, no, did you know later on in that song, I'll bust my strings on you, is a lyric. Well. Yeah, Disney. Well, James Spade is going to bust his strings all over you. So uh, go, go, go and enjoy that, Johnny. Yep, I will. 
you have fun. You're busy. I'm assuming you, you, you got a busy life. You got all those friends. I've got to unpack the Bluebird and put it back into uh, transit and then put it back in. Well, someone's got to do it, and I've got a screen to go to. So stop, stop arguing about it and just get on with so it. So exhausted. I'm sorry. It's been a week. Yeah. Soon it'll be a month. Until next week. <laughs>